3: Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. How's everybody doing? Happy Thirsty Thursday. Guys, we have a packed, packed, action-packed slate tonight. I can't wait to talk about a bunch of games across multiple sports. We got just a a huge night set up for us tonight. We have, obviously, a big Chiefs-Broncos Thursday night football game. We have two college football games, one that is featuring just some insane line movement, The UCLA game. We'll talk about that. We have a really good undertrend in Thursday night for college football. Then we have a big Yankees Astros game four. Yesterday we saw uh, that game rained out, but we're back at it, seeing some huge wind out to uh, that short porch and right field of Yankee Stadium, and a rare opportunity to sweat the Astros as a contrarian plus money dog. But before we get after it, guys, I want to hit on a little NHL. I want to mix it up a little bit. I want to start with hockey. So first off, hockey. Great night last night, guys. Uh, another clean sweep, which was just fantastic. We had the Washington Capitals, uh, they were laying around minus 125, they won 4-2, to Edmonton Oilers, around minus 125-ish, they won 6-3, and those San Jose Sharks late night, uh, around minus 120, they got up to minus 140, they won 5-2. to it uh, would have been nice if we bet them on the puck line, the minus one and a half would have would have had even bigger payouts. Uh, but uh, you can't complain because we've been real sharp in hockey lately. I believe that's seven and zero last two days, so just just awesome. Don't expect to you know win at that rate, but um, I, I'm really excited about this year with hockey because in the past usually kind of with hockey, you know, I grew up playing hockey, playing pond hockey, um, playing uh, you know mites, squirts, bantams, all that growing up, um, and I played hockey uh, from a high school team. So I love hockey, grew up in Western Mass, but um, hockey for me, you know, I love the Bruins, diehard Beast fan, but hockey's tough because it's a really low-bet sport. So we've talked about this a lot at the podcast. I just want to go over a couple things So because I've, get, I've been getting a lot of questions on Twitter and a lot of questions uh, via email, Josh joshatbeeson.com. By the way, keep those emails coming. I love it when you guys reach out, introduce yourself. I love hearing about your backstories. I love to help in any way that I can with any betting advice. Um, you know, uh, you know how to shop for the best line, where to get down, contrarian, uh, sharp action, bankroll management, da 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 da, da yada yada yada, as, uh, as Seinfeld says. But um, yeah, hit me up if you have any questions or anything. I'm also on Twitter at Josh underscore Insights. But hockey is is starting to quietly be a big money maker for us guys. So, um, like I said, I love hockey, but I never really got down on it a lot through the years because it's just a tough sport to bet because the market is so much different than other sports. It's really low bet. You really can't go contrary, and there's no public betting hockey. However, there are some situational angles that we can exploit. Um, number one, just talking about favorites. You know, as a contrarian, you're usually betting a lot of dogs, but in hockey, um, favorites they went at a 59% clip since 2005. You're down uh, 250 units because you're laying that big minus number. But on the flip side, dogs have only won 41% of the time. They've lost uh, almost 500 units. So again, both are losing straight up, but you got to look at them in comparison. So favorites have done better overall. Um, we look at home teams versus road teams. Definitely an advantage to road teams. Uh, Road teams uh, have only lost around 200 units. Home teams have lost almost 500. So obviously, you know, I got a great email from somebody about this talking about, I think I said there's no home ice advantage in hockey. Um, I I may have misspoke a little bit. There is an advantage. I just feel like it's overvalued and it's overrated. And it's, it's basically providing an added payout to sweat that road dog. Uh, or that road team in general. Actually, road favorites when you think about it. But just road teams have more value um, than home teams. And I think it has to do with the way a hockey stadium is built. you got the boards uh, going all around the ice. The plexiglass is you know 10 feet high. You're kind of, you know, a, a, the fans basically aren't on top of you. And I don't think the fans have as big of a impact as other sports because you're a little bit secluded um, than when you're down at the rink. So I think that has something to do with hockey players. Also, just a totally different breed. Uh, but if you look at... Um, road favorites, that's a spot we're going to talk about a lot. Combines both um, favorites doing well and road teams being undervalued. They're around 57%, which is nice. But yesterday, what we really cashed on, we've been cashed on lately, and I had kind of had an epiphany about this. Um, I grew up playing hockey. You, you look at the Stanley Cup playoffs, they absolutely beat the shit out of each other. And to me, you know, uh, this is just a, a side note, but there is no better playoffs than the Stanley Cup playoffs. It, the intensity... Every other night, buy the ticket, take the ride. It is just, there is nothing like Stanley Cup playoffs. And um, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you say, you know, NFL is way better or baseball is better or basketball is better. Uh, but just my own personal belief is uh, if you're a dire hockey fan, you know what I'm talking about. The, the intensity of the Stanley Cup playoffs, nothing even comes close. Uh, but that being said, hockey is a very physical sport. These guys are skating fast. It takes a lot of endurance. You, you check each other into the boards. It's very physical. And my epiphany was basically looking at rest versus tired teams. It's a pretty simple concept, but this is the concept that has been cashing for us the last few nights. Um, And and I've been um, looking at some historical data, and it really proves it out, which makes me excited to get down on these hockey games moving forward. But the whole whole angle here, guys, is basically we're going to lean on road teams. We're going to lean on favorites. We're going to lean on road favorites. We're going to also look at big line moves because, you know, there's no public betting hockey. So when you see these big moves, they're really almost always, cause, uh, you know, triggered or caused by sharps that have an edge. So it's really important um, to, to look at these line moves. They're more meaningful than other sports because there's no public moving it. That's all wise guy action. But the key here to me, the cherry on top, the reason I'm excited and I think big reason why we're winning a lot of our plays lately is I'm really putting a lot of added focus on rest versus tired teams. So kind of just a, a couple things to look at. Um, and the goal here is to back a team that has rested legs, that has was able to um, you know get their legs back, um, take a couple days off the ice, rejuvenate, versus a team that uh, just battled hard the night before and is taxed. And usually with these back-to-back spots, you also put in your backup goalie, so that's an advantage. So all three all three games that we cashed on last night, the Caps, Edmonton, and San Jose Sharks. You know the funny thing is they're all home teams, so I don't think you want to bet. Basically, there's an edge to the road team. It doesn't mean you're just only going to bet road teams. You want to take each game individually. But these are rest angles and also line movement. I want the line movement to be in favor of the, the side I'm betting on because that tells me that sharps are with me. So when you're looking at these spots, um, just kind of a perfect example, You know, if you look at Toronto, Washington from last night, we were on Washington, Caps 1 uh, straight up, um, Caps 1 four to 4-2. But basically Washington had a, a rest advantage. They were off uh, two days in a row, or they had three days. This gets into semantics. Like, what's a day off? You know, if if you play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, technically that's three days. You know, it, it gets a little semantics. But basically, what you want to do is look at situations where a team uh, didn't play the night before, didn't play the night before that, or they did, but basically they have, they they have at least a couple days off playing a team that played the night before. So perfect example here. Caps uh, last played on the fourteenth. Uh, Toronto played on the 15th the day before, so caps were a couple days rest, and Toronto was on the second night of a back-to-back. But these situations here, really, really really, really profitable. Um, just a couple examples here. If you look at a team that's been off three to four days um, since their last game, and they're playing a team that's on a back-to-back, that rested team, that team uh, with that extra rest, 58.7%, plus 26 units won since 2005. Um, the other thing here, Is if you look at a situation where um, basically a team is basically uh, the team that is tired is coming off a win. That's a really good spot because um, you can buy low in that situation where they kind of won the night before. They're happy, or not happy, but just they don't have as much added motivation to win the next game. It's a really good example. There um, was last night with San Jose um, in Carolina. You can buy low on situations where uh, that rested team is – it goes two ways. Number one, that rested team is coming off a loss, so they're motivated to bounce back. If you look at that situation, that's 57%. That's 50 units won, so the rested team coming off a loss against a tired team. Um, I know this is – it's getting into the weeds with you guys. Uh, If you have any questions, you can let me know. But all I'm trying to get at here is let's take advantage of rest. Let's take advantage of teams that are rested against teams that are tired. If we can check off multiple boxes and also have that uh, rested team off a loss, that means they're more motivated. If that tired team is off a win, you know, they're probably on a back-to-back. They're putting in their backup goalie. Maybe they're on a road trip and they say, oh, we won the first, so they're not as motivated the second game. Those are the spots we want to exploit. Um, So I do want to hit on uh, one game tonight that I'm seeing some sharp action on and, and fits this model and fits this system. Um, and then we will obviously get into our bigger spots tonight. I think you guys are like, what are you doing starting with hockey? But hockey's been cashing, so i got to get right to it. Uh, the one that would match for me tonight is Buffalo against the LA Kings. Um, if we get Buffalo, they lost 5-2 to two last night to Anaheim. Uh, they are now at the LA Kings tonight. So Buffalo is on the second night of a back-to-back. Kings haven't played since the 15th, so they have some added rest there. Also, uh, the Kings are off a loss, so you have that motivational angle. And this game opened at Kings around minus 116 favorite. You know, some books are up to around minus one. It's about the same, minus 120 or so. But this would match with the Kings uh, rest versus a tired team and then rested off a loss versus a tired team. So I'm going to sweat the Kings around minus 115. I like that angle. The other one that caught my eye was the New Jersey Devils. Um, So in terms of rest and taking advantage of situations like that, there aren't a ton tonight. Like last night we had three. The only match tonight would be the LA Kings. But the other game that I do like that uh, I do see some sharp action on is the New Jersey Devils. They're at home against the Rangers. And the Devils are kind of just in a sharp spot. They open around minus 117. Public is on the Rangers. And again, there's not much public here. But basically, it's, it's kind of a contrarian spot. And you've seen that the Devils go from minus 117 to minus 120, minus 124. And I also like the fact that, uh, you know, the Devils are 0 and 2 You know, they've not played well. And they've lost a bunch of games in a row. So I really like buying low on them in that situation. They also have their backup goalie, Blackwood, in there. And even though they put in the backup, that line has still moved to the Devils. So those are the two plays I'm sweating. The rested versus tired LA Kings. And a little sharp uh, trap spot there for the New Jersey Devils. So I'll be looking at those two spots. And uh, maybe something else will pop up, but as of now... Those are my two plays. And, again, I think with hockey, you want to be very selective. Don't force it, especially when you're hot. Make sure uh, you're always being disciplined with your plays and making sure that you got line movement, historical edge, rest versus tired. Those are – and really line movement is the key there. Um, but those are the things you want to look at. Uh, with that being said, now let's talk about some huge games tonight, guys. By the way, make sure you follow uh, VEASAN on Twitter, at Live. Make sure you tell all your friends to follow Vison Go uh, just tweet out so many great little uh, little clips videos, great content. We also had point spread weekly come out today. We have our NBA betting guide uh, that came out today. Shout out to my guy Jonathan Van Tobel who put that together and just did a really an excellent job. And I did want to let you know that we do have an all access subscription if you like what we do um, for 99 bucks. Pretty uh you know, you might maybe maybe it seems on the, on the surface like a lot of money, but when you think about it, 99 bucks, you're going to get all our video content, live streaming 24-7, all of our podcasts, our Points for Weekly magazines, all of our data, and it's going to be from now all the way up until the Super Bowl. Uh, and it better be the Pats. I want Pats 49ers, baby. I want Jimmy G, TB12. Um, but I know you guys don't want to hear a Patriots fan talk about another Super Bowl. Uh, but it's just a great, it's a great um, discount here. 99 bucks, support the team. It would really mean a lot to us. And hopefully uh, the VEASAN boys are helping you cash your plays. Uh, but you can get that at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Now let's talk about some games for tonight, guys. First first, I want to hit on. We got the Chiefs and we got the Denver Broncos. Thursday night football, obviously your biggest game of the night. It's an 8.20 p.m. Eastern time st- uh, start. Excuse me. Ooh, thought I was gonna sneeze. My bad. It might be coming, guys. Sorry. It's a it's a windy, dark, dreary, wet day in Salem, Massachusetts. So freaking allergies have been coming and uh, creeping up on me. So I might sneeze coming up soon. Just FYI. Uh, but KC Denver. Um, obviously Thursday night game. Extremely heavily bet. This is a classic pros versus Joe's matchup. I love this spot for Denver. This is a a super super sharp Denver play here. Number one. Really heavily lopsided here toward Kansas City. Kansas City opens as a four point road favorite even though they're getting a massive amount of bets. You know, looking look around the market. They're getting around 8 out of 10 tickets. You've seen that line fall from KC minus 4 down to KC minus 3. Classic case of sharp reverse line movement, guys. This is not injury-related. You have heavy betting on KC. Why would the odds makers, why would the books drop the line from KC minus 4 to KC minus 3 when the public is already betting them to begin with? Again, anytime you see line movement that doesn't make sense, there's a reason behind it. Tells me that Sharps got down hard on Denver in this spot, caused that big reverse line movement toward Denver. And again, the books aren't stupid. If they're first telling an average Joe better, here, you want to bet KC? I know you love KC. How about you lay a four? Public Better says, sure, hell yeah, I love KC. Uh, They're off two straight losses. they got to bounce back. They're due for a big win and a cover. Uh, But by the way, never operate on the premise that something is due. That's just conventional wisdom that you're going to talk yourself into a bad play. But then the, the books come back and they say, Oh, you like KC minus four? How about KC minus three? Average Joe says, Damn, give it to me. I love it. I liked him at four, I like him even better at three. But you guys know, my wise guys, my Vison Market Insights podcast listeners, that is a perfect sign that sharp reverse line movement, that pros got down on Denver, caused that movement toward the unpopular side. And that's the key with reverse line movement. Line goes away from the popular side, toward the unpopular side. Dead giveaway there that Sharps got down on Denver. Now, I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, Denver's now at three. Do you want to take Denver at three? I got Denver at plus four earlier in the week. This matched a ton of my systems, especially my um, divisional dog system. So I'm sweating Denver at plus four. Um, I love them at plus three and a half. To me, it's three and a half or more. But if you want some action on the game, you know, obviously you're not getting the greatest number here. Some of that value is gone. But I still would take a shot on Denver plus three if you want to sweat this game. I would just hate to see a KC three-point win and you push when you could have jumped on it earlier and got the three and a half for the four. But hopefully in the podcast, you're listening earlier in the week because we've been highlighting Denver uh, from the get-go. So hopefully you got three and a half. That's just a really sharp spot here. And then just talking about, in general, dogs, guys. Uh, who let the dogs out? They've been barking up a storm. They're 56 and 35 ATS, 62% this year. $100 guys up around 1700 bucks betting each one. But I also love that this is a divisional dog spot. Divisional dogs bark loudest, that built-in familiarity, that rivalry aspect. So divisional dogs this year are 18-10 and 10 ATS. They're 64% against the spread. Also love that it's an extremely heavily bet game, and you have heavy, heavy, heavy betting on KC. That means that Denver has great contrarian value. you got to remember, you know, KC wins this game, covers outright, or wins and, you know, covers that number. Books are going to take a beating here. The books want to balance their action, but they're going to take a position when they know which side is the sharp side. So books took a position here on Denver. You know, they're only getting 2 out of 10 bets, but um, that full point line movement in their favor. Again, dead giveaway sharps are on Denver. It's so really like that spot for Denver, contrarian and heavily bet game. Remember how we talk about, you know, making a smart bet. It's all about with the house, with the professional bettors, the Sharps, against the public. Denver checks all those boxes there. Plus, you have the added angle of a divisional dog and just dogs in general have been barking, so I love that. Now, look at the total, I do lean a little bit here to the under. It's kind of a public play. Both the public and Sharps are kind of on the under here. Um, you do have majority of bets, um, almost two-thirds of bets on the under. But it's also got smart money. It opened at 50. It's gotten down to 49. A um, couple things you would like about this under – Again, I wish it was public over and you had a true contrarian RLM spot there. But I do have a good system here on the under. When you're looking uh, since 2005, thanks to our friends at BetLab Sports, or sorry, since 2003, divisional games. Divisional games are good to the under because that built-in familiarity, defense knows what to expect, leads to tighter, lower-scoring games. Divisional unders, in which the total falls at least one point. This system is 309 and 244, 56% win rate. You're up around 47 units. You have an 8.3% ROI. So that would match there with the under. Um, I'm just going to ride out my my Broncos plus four bet. I love that bet. I I love the three and a half. And I have still seen Sharps hit the three. So, again, you know, you would have liked to have gotten Denver earlier, but still at three. I think it's a sharp play here. Um, He got a new uh, referee, Tim Sistrunk. Never heard of this guy. I think this may even be his first game. So we don't really have an edge there to the to the ref. But a little bit of wind, nothing crazy, around 5, 6 miles an hour. Um, it's not too hot. It's around, you know, 70s, high 60s, I guess kind of out there for mile high. Um, but a little little edge to the under, nothing crazy. Again, I wish it was a public over Sharps underplay, but seems like uh, pros and joes are kind of united there on that under. But, again, you're, you're making a play there. I think you're going under in that one, but it looks like, um, just based on the juice, again, we talked yesterday about reading juice movement. A lot of these books that are at 49, they do have the 49 juiced up to the over. You know, the over is around minus 115. So I'd wait it out, try to get 49 and a half. Um, I think, you know, it's really not a key number, but you always want to get every extra half point that you can get. So uh, sweat that Denver game. I can't wait to sweat the Broncos. I'm loving this spot tonight. How about how about Denver wins outright? Wouldn't that be nice? And I uh, do lean under, but wait, try to get the 49.5 in that one. Now let's flip over to college football. Uh, yesterday, guys, that game pissed me off, South Alabama-Troy. Um, I, we saw that line freeze on South Alabama. I had a really good Sun Belt road dog spot. And actually, South Alabama, they were down 16-10 a half. I got my head uh, my in big, my big plus points play. Um, open at 15 and got up to 17.5. I actually dabbled 17.5 uh, just based on value. And I, and I and I actually hit it early over too, so it wasn't great. Um, but I was able to catch the under there. If anyone watched that game, South Alabama that quarterback just absurd. It was a close game. He literally threw a pick right to the guy, right to the right to the Troy guy who ran it back, pick six. Um, but did catch the under there, so um, that under was nice. It got dicey there at the end. Luckily, uh, the guy for uh, South Alabama fumbled and uh, Troy picked it up and just they were they were down on contact and then they. Uh, victory formation, ran the game out. So, uh, ended with, I'm bad at math, what, um, 50 points? Yeah, 37, yeah, 50 points, and the total was about under 55.5. So, got that under, couldn't cash the spread plays, uh, but with hockey, it was a good night either way. Um, these these small one-off games are tough for me with the spread, because um, you don't know as much about these teams, and it just seems like a lot of these, these weird one-off games are just harder to diagnose. Um, with that being said, we do have two games tonight. We do have UL Lafayette Arkansas State, UCLA at Stanford. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on the first one, UL Lafayette Arkansas State. It's a low bet game. It opened at Lafayette minus five and a half. It's now up to six and a half. Lafayette is the road favorite here, um, with a full point of line movement line movement in their favor. I mean, gun to the head, if you can get Arkansas State plus seven, a little value there, but it's really a low, low bet game, so I don't have a ton in terms of an edge. I do really like the under here. I like the under in both games. So this total uh, opened up at depending on the book. Uh, some books actually opened up 69, fell to 68. Some books from more 66, they're up to 68 now. If you can get 68 and a half under, I like this under. You do have public betting over, uh, but I got some really good angles here. Number one conference unders. Again, conference. Um, you know, same thing with like division and and football familiarity, rivalry aspect, benefits to defense, leads to lower scoring games. So, unders in conference this year, in conference play, 90 and 76, 54%. Great great edge to the under here. And then I also got this killer system that it, it's not very crazy. It's not overfitted. It's very simple. Thursday night, Thursday night lights, college football, unders. Since 2005, they're 285 and 221, 56.3%, plus 46.9 units. Almost a 10% ROI, so I'm going under 68 and a half. I like this play, a little bit of sharp action. Public moved it up, sharps hit it, so you can get that under 68. That's the one play I'm making in that early game. Uh, it's a contrarian spot. You got that great edge to conference unders, and you also have that great edge to Thursday night games. Weather, really not much there. It's around four miles an hour wind, um, but we did see sharps hit that under. So I'm on the under 68 and a half first one. Now this UCLA Stanford game is absolutely insane. Uh, it is crazy. I was looking earlier in the week saying UCLA, you know, they are a conference spot. Opened around plus 8, got down around plus 7. You had a bit of a reverse line move on UCLA. Um, and then I, I went out to uh, sushi night at one of my favorite bars in, in Salem right down the street, Opus, uh, with my girlfriend, and they got a uh, buy two, get one, roll free. Uh, it was freaking dank as hell. Uh, but we were, we were there, and I left, and I said, oh, when I get back, I got to check the lines and get ready to write the newsletter. And uh, I saw this line absolutely tanked to UCLA. It literally went from Stanford minus 7 to Stanford minus 4 in the blink of an eye last night. So anytime you see that happen, usually it's injury-related. So this line is absolutely tanked. It opened at Stanford minus 8. It's now down to Stanford minus 3.5 or minus 3. Now what's going on here is injuries to the quarterbacks for Stanford. Usually when you see a line drop like that, it's not just any injury. It's the quarterback. Quarterback's the most important player on the field. Uh, but K.J. Costello was already ruled out for UCLA. The backup, Davis Mills. Uh, it, it, officially, I don't know if he's out, but he's doubtful and not expected to play. So the Cardinal are starting their third-string quarterback, this kid named Jack West. Never heard of him. Um, but basically that line move is due to the third-string quarterback now playing for Stanford. Now this is a, a tough spot here because UCLA is, is definitely the play. Um, They're contrarian. It's a 9 o'clock game. It's going to be really heavily bet. It's a conference game. So those are all angles that benefit UCLA. Obviously, huge line move toward them. Now, it's tough for me to say take UCLA plus 3.5, plus 3 here because really a lot of that value is gone. You know, gun to the head, you can make a case even buying low on Stanford here, but I'm not going to put my money on a third-string backup quarterback who I know nothing about. Um, I do like the under better. We'll get to that in a second. I love the under, by the way. Um, But – If you got UCLA plus eight, plus seven, plus six and a half, plus six even, I just ride that out. You're going to crush and kill that closing line, and you're just in a good spot overall. Again, I go UCLA or nothing, but it's still tough. I mean, it kind of looks like the last sharp spots on UCLA were around plus five and a half, plus five even. And really, the rest of that line movement has been, um, it's still lopsided at Stanford, but a lot of this is, is more public. You know, learning about that that QB injury and having that line fall, so it's really tough for me to you know recommend taking UCLA plus three when you could have got them you know plus eight plus seven. Again, a lot of the value there has left you. Uh, I go UCLA or nothing here. At least try to get the three and a half if you're desperate and you want to sweat this play. But a lot of times when you see a huge drop, it looks too good to be true. I guess the only consolation here is that UCLA still is contrarian, so it's not like these percentages have flipped. So three and a half you want to take a shot oh, it's tough you're losing a lot of value but for making me force force me to make a play I'm going to I'm going to be with that sharp side um, it's just you know it was sharp pure sharp early and then the rest of that has been injury related now if you're looking to Sweat a, a you know a different play here. I like the under a lot. I love the under. I got under fifty three and a half. It opened at fifty four. It's now down to forty nine and a half. So at least try to get that that forty nine and a half if you can get the hook on that one. But I like this under. You st- you've still uh, seen sharps hit the under forty nine and a half as as late as today. You have fourteen mile an hour winds. You know early and they die down a little bit to around nine miles an hour. So you got a windy spot here. Total tanked third string quarterback. Um, Two teams that, uh, you know, when you're looking at offense, defense, um, they're averaging around 26 points on offense, UCLA, 20 points, Stanford. Defense, UCLA's been terrible, 37 giving up, Stanford 26. But you can kind of throw a lot of that out the window just based on these injuries. Uh, But sharp under, hopefully you got it earlier. It's really windy. It's a conference under like we talked about. Conference under is, again, 90 and 76, 54%. Uh, Thursday night football under 16 and six this year, 56% historically. So those are all matches for me. And then if you take a look at um, windy unders, 10 miles an hour or more, they're 55% to the under. When they're eight miles an hour or more, and the line stays the same or falls, that's 56 historically, 56%. So I really love this under. Again, you got balls, you want to take a shot. You know, best of luck to you, UCLA three and a half. I go UCLA or nothing here. And again, I'm not going to buy. Low on Stanford just because of the unknown with the quarterback. But uh, both unders are really my top plays tonight in college football. Now let's flip over to a little MLB. We got a huge game tonight, guys. Maybe I should have started the podcast off with uh, Houston Yankees. But I love Houston in this spot, guys. This is a really interesting game. This is a very unique game. Houston is in a spot that you almost never get them in. So if you take a look, um, it's just some background. You do have uh, Houston with a 2 to 1 series lead in the American League Championship Series uh, Yankees won the first game 7 nothing and actually the two starters today Grinky Tanaka uh, Tanaka pitched a gem uh 6 innings no runs I think and uh Grinky he didn't get killed but he gave up around like 3 runs in I think 6 innings but um after the Yankees won game 1 7 nothing Astros have rallied last two uh 3 to 2 game 4 to 1 game both unders cashed both Astros plays cashed but good today Number one, you had a big rain out yesterday. Uh, just terrible weather in New York. My sister lives in Brooklyn. She texted me a picture of uh, how, how gross it was. Um, but they're back at it tonight. It's an eight oh eight game. And it's going to be extremely heavily bet. Obviously, it's a primetime game. This game opened at Yankees minus 127. Uh, not a very big favorite, a very modest favorite. And uh, Houston was around plus 122. And you have two-thirds of bets back in the Yankees why because number 1 Tanaka out pitched Grinky in game 1. Yankees at home, but really it's a spot where the public says, you know, yeah, Houston's great, but Yankees are good too. They got to bounce back. You know, the zigzag theory, the actually, you know, it's actually not real, not proven to be true it used to be in other sports, but it's actually overvalued here. But public says Yankees at home, laying a short number. They got to bounce back, they got to even the series. Nope, this is a great spot to back Houston. Love Houston here, guys. Heavily bet game. They're only getting a third of bets. You never get Houston contrarian, especially in the playoffs. You never get them plus money. You also got some sharp reverse line movement. This line opened around minus one, uh, 127, 130. Actually got down at one point to around minus 120. It's ticked back up, so it's, it's about to where it's open now. But really, all that liability has been on the Houston side. You saw Sharps hit Houston uh, multiple times across the market. And... Uh, Houston matches a bunch of good historical systems. So uh, playoff dogs, high totals. When you look at um, – we'll talk about the total in a second. It's crazy. Uh, the total for this game is actually 8.5 or 9. Um, actually opened at, I think, 7, which is crazy. Wind we'll talk about in a second. But um, when you look at playoff dogs with high totals, dogs with totals of 8.5 or higher, kill it in the postseason. You're only 48% win rate, but, again, plus money payouts. You're up around 20 units, 10% ROI. So that would benefit the dog, which is Houston – and uh, more expected runs, more variance, you know, leads to more upsets. Dogs off a win. Again, public says, give me, uh, give me the Yankees, and in a bounce-back spot, they have to win. However, uh, it's actually better to buy low on a dog off a win. Those teams are 46% in the playoffs since 2005, and you are up uh, around 17 units with an 8% ROI. You're also just, you know, Houston a heavily back game. My number one system, though, is a short playoff dogs. We talk about this a lot. But when you have a short playoff dog, and to me short is plus 140 or less in the postseason, these teams are right down the middle, 135 and 135, 50%, up 28 units, 10% ROI. And you got to remember, when you're on a dog system that's even, that's killer because you're getting the plus money, so it just extrapolates immensely. Um, but I love Houston there. I took a shot on Houston. I just think it's a value play, you know, contrarian. Plus money payout, a lot of dog matches, road dog, short dog, dog off a win, and uh, you can kind of, kind of bet against the Yankees in a spot that the public says they have to win. So that's even con- another way to go contrarian. Now this total has been absolutely insane. This total opened at seven and a half. I think I said seven earlier. It was seven and a half, and it has been pounded up to eight and a half. Some books are even at nine. Now the reason for this, it's all about the weather crazy weather in New York here, guys. It's cloudy. It's about low 50s, but the wind is howling out to straight away center, center-right field, 15 miles an hour. And um, Actually, I took the over and the Yankees the other day, and I lost both. And If you guys remember watching that game, D.D. Gregorius hit a, a big fly ball to right field. Thought it was going to be a three-run homer to give the Yankees the lead, and it landed right on the warning track with uh, Josh Reddick's back to the wall. So, hopefully... With this wind blowing out, you're going to see more runs, and that DD, you know, fly ball will be a home run this time instead of a fly ball. But this is just crazy wind. Wind blowing straight out, uh, out to right center, 15 miles an hour. Huge benefit to the over. And it's now it's all about what number you got. Uh, open at seven and a half. It's now up. Most books are at eight and a half. If you're going to bet the over, you got to get the eight and a half. That way, nine runs, five four game, you know, uh, seven two game. Six three game you cash. Hell, if it's Houston uh, Houston nine nothing, we'll take that too. But it's up to nine. Now that's a good sign that really liabilities on the over. But I would not go nine. I really um, I got this over eight um, last night when I was writing the newsletter, getting ready for it. By the way, make sure you sign up for the newsletter. It is free and uh, you won't have to wait until the podcast to get some of this intel. It'll be right to your inbox every morning. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Sign up, tell your friends. But yeah, I got the over eight. It's now 8.5. I still would take a shot on the 8.5. Obviously, some value is gone. But to me, at 9, I'm not going to take over 9. That's a huge difference between over 8.5 and and over 9. And um, I think a lot of that value is gone. We have seen some some sharp action, though, hit the over 8.5. So, sharps love the over 7.5, over 8. And we did see a little bit on over 8.5. So, I like that spot. We don't have um, the umpire yet, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. But maybe you get a a road ump, an an over ump. That would be nice. Uh, But a sharp spot there with Houston, rare contrarian, plus money dog spot, and an over if you get 8.5 or uh, 8.5 or less. That's the goal. Uh, But that's about it, guys. Uh, Another podcast in the books. Um, I'm going to be jumping on Betting Across America with my guy Patrick Meager on VEASAN right after this. So got to prep for that. I Want to remind you guys: uh, the weekend, tune into the Lombardi line. You can catch me and Patrick Maher and uh, Michael Lombardi from 9 to 12 every Saturday, Sunday. We get really deep into these games. Tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be a big podcast because um, we got some hockey. We'll talk about uh, if you know we'll have another uh, Yankees um, Houston game. We'll have four college football games, but really tomorrow will be a big prep prep day for the weekend, so I'll hit on my favorite uh, sharpest spots for NFL, sharpest spots for college. I'm uh, definitely uh, doing a lot of homework today and really honing down my plays. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of sharp action across the market, so get ready. Can't wait to talk about that with you guys. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Uh, just a reminder, um, follow us on Twitter, at Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. Sign up for the newsletter, VEASAN.com newsletter. The podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. If you want to make my day, um, you know, g- follow and give it a good review, give it five stars. And as always, you can reach out to me, uh, Josh at Veasan.com. And uh, lastly, if you're looking for any more tips, betting strategies, bankroll management, how to go contrarian, how to shop for the best line, uh, how to read juice movement, all that kind of stuff, um, I did write a book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you're looking for uh, Looking for more intel? Highly recommend my book. You can find it on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. But that's it, guys. Big Thirsty Thursday night. Remember, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the sharps, flat betting, bankroll management, be disciplined, be uh, be fearless, but be disciplined, and uh, and always make the smartest play you can make. That is the goal. Be back at it tomorrow, everyone. Hope you have a great Thursday, and, uh, and I'll see you for uh, a big Friday tomorrow. Peace.
1: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost
2: over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rival, every rematch, every rookie debut, Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release. Presented by Verizon. Coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Step into the world of power. Loyalty.